Welcome to In Pursuit. My name is Dewan Lockowitz, and it's time for Focus Friday. It's time to close out this week the right way and head into the weekend with a solid focus. And today's focus is the little things, those seemingly insignificant things that we often overlook because they're so small and so simple, yet they're the things that are going to propel us to great heights or, if we ignore them, can take us down a path that we don't want to be on. I want us to think about those small things that lead us to the attainment of huge goals, amazing transformations. The reality is so many of us are looking for that big action, that that special magic thing, that wow factor that's going to get us these immediate, instant results. We want to see the fruit of our labor right away, and when we don't see that, we oftentimes stop doing the work that's necessary. It's the small changes and those small habits that seem insignificant that add up over time that make all the difference. There's an incredible book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And in it, he gives an example that has to do with 125 calories a day. And I want you to just think about how few calories 125 actually is in the grand scheme of things. As you're making your kids lunch in the morning or your husband's lunch or you're prepping dinner, oftentimes you're consuming way more of that in just a couple little bites of picking at whatever you're doing, right? So in the book, he gives an example. And there's two friends. One starts making a couple healthy changes. All he's doing is cutting out 125 calories a day from his diet. And that's as simple as switching from mayo to mustard on a sandwich. It could be switching your dressing. But just this small change he starts making. And it wasn't anything crazy. Just, like I said, a little change. Something that he was going to be able to stick with. Then you have his friend. And his friend started cooking a little bit richer foods at dinner and added a cocktail to his daily after-dinner routine. Nothing major, nothing super crazy, just was adding a little bit more richness to his food and a drink. Things that that aren't big major changes, right? For the first year, these small differences, they were almost Im- immeasurable. You didn't really see a big change. After two years, however, those small changes started to add up. The first guy ended up losing over 30 pounds while the second guy actually ended up gaining over 30 pounds. I want you to understand how this works. Small, seemingly insignificant changes compounded over time can be huge results. 30-pound weight gain or weight loss in two years is a lot. The problem is we don't see the immediate pounds adding up And sometimes we don't see those pounds coming off fast enough to realize what's happening until all of a sudden they're there. I had a phenomenal conversation with somebody I went to high school with recently, and she was getting started with one of my programs, and she said, I didn't realize how bad things were getting for me. She said, I was only gaining about three pounds a year. Three pounds a year sounds nothing, right? We gain and lose that in a weekend. But she was steadily putting on three pounds a year. 
And suddenly, five years later, she's carrying around an extra 15 pounds. And 15 pounds can mean a lot to our health, not just the way our bodies look, but the way they feel, the way they function, the way they operate. I have a knee that needs to be replaced. 15 pounds is almost unbearable on my body. It's, it makes it too difficult to get around easily. But it was that seemingly insignificant change. Instead of mayonnaise on a sandwich every day, switch to mustard. Instead of maybe two cocktails during the day, switching to one. We don't realize that just the small change matters. I'm currently reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he gives a really good example of this. And it it's funny because in the beginning of the book, he he gives a definition of atomic. And it's an extremely small amount of a thing, the single irreducible unit of a larger system. But the second definition of atomic is the source of immense energy or power. I want to just read a small section of this book because it's what progress really looks like. It reads, imagine that you have an ice cube sitting on the table in front of you. The room is cold and you can see your breath. It's currently 25 degrees. Ever so slowly, the room begins to heat up. 26 degrees. 27. 28. The ice cube is still sitting on the table in front of you. 29 degrees. 30. 31. Still, nothing has happened. Then, 32 degrees, the ice begins to melt. A one-degree shift, seemingly no different from the temperature increases before it, has unlocked a huge change. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. This pattern shows up everywhere. Cancer spends 80% of its life undetectable, then takes over the body in months. Bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds an extensive root system underground before exploding 90 feet in the air within six weeks. Similarly, habits often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold and unlock a new level of performance. In the early and middle stages of any quest, there is often a valley of disappointment. You expect to make progress in a linear fashion. And it's frustrating how ineffective changes can seem during the first days, weeks, even months. It doesn't feel like you're going anywhere. It's a hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. This is one of the core reasons why it's so hard to build habits that last. People make a few small changes, fail to see tangible results, and decide to stop. You think, I've been running every day for a month, so why can't I see any change in my body? Once this kind of thinking takes over, it's easy to let good habits fall by the wayside. But in order to make a meaningful difference, habits need to persist long enough to break through this plateau, what I call the plateau of latent potential. If you find yourself struggling to build a good habit or break a bad one, it's not because you've lost your ability to improve. It's often because you've not yet crossed the plateau of latent potential. Complaining about not achieving success despite working hard is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you heated it from 25 to 31 degrees. Your work was not wasted. It's just being stored. All the action happens at 32 degrees. When I read this section, I first actually listened to this book on Audible, 
and it was so powerful, I had to buy it so I could actually read it and mark it up. But what was so powerful for me was that image of the ice cube. And even though we couldn't see anything happening, it was happening. And I love that line, your work was not wasted. It is just being stored. I work in fitness and nutrition. Most of the women I work with are working with me because they want to lose weight. Or maybe they just want to gain some muscle. But they're looking for changes. And some women will experience changes faster. Some it's going to take a longer time. And it saddens me to no end when I see somebody give up too soon because they don't see the immediate change that they were hoping for. All that work they were doing, they thought was for nothing, but it wasn't. It was being stored up. If you want to see big changes in your life, if you want to find success, you must focus on those small, seemingly insignificant decisions and actions because they're the ones that lead to the real change, the big changes, positive or negative. We need to keep that in mind. We can't forget about the man who just added a little bit of richness to his food or just added an extra drink at night or maybe you started a new job and you passed Starbucks and on the way in you stop and you get a mocha frappuccino thingamajigger, right? I don't even know what they have there. And it doesn't feel like a big deal, that one coffee. But when you look at the added sugar and the added calories, and if you do it right, you're getting the whipped cream on top, right? And we don't even realize how, how we fall into this trap of these, these small habits, these small changes that can lead us over time. You don't see the effects of that extra froofy coffee that first month, maybe not that second month, and then all of a sudden you can't figure out why all this extra weight is there. I want you to focus this weekend on those seemingly insignificant things, those things that often we take for granted. What are the areas of your life that you're looking to make change, and what are the small things that you can be doing to send you in the right direction? In the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, he talks about really the difference between those that are successful and those that aren't. It's simple. It's, it's those that are doing those simple actions that are so easy to do, but so easy not to do. The ones that are successful do them. It's so easy to make one extra phone call every day to a prospect if you're in a sales job, right? So easy to make that one call, but it's so easy not to make that one call and say you're going to do it tomorrow. But now, if you're going to do it tomorrow, then that would be two extra calls, right? So easy to do, so easy not to do. The successful do the simple things. So that's my focus for you going to the weekend. I want you to focus on the little things that, that you can be doing that are going to take you one step closer to who it is you want to be, where it is you want to be going in your life. Now, if you know that you want to make some changes, you know you need to make some changes with your health, I want to work with you. I want to help you figure out the small changes that you can make, and then I want to hold you accountable. I love the verse in Galatians 6, 9. It says, let us not become weary in doing good, 
for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. One of the reasons that the women I work with are so successful is because we work together. We provide each other support and accountability. And when you have that support and accountability, when things get hard, you have somebody to talk to, you have somebody to balance your struggles off of, you have somebody to celebrate victories with, you're able to get past that point so that you don't give up, so that all that stored work you're doing can finally come out. You can finally start seeing the results. I have a fantastic group coming up at the end of the month that I want you to join me. Take a look in the show notes. There's going to be some information there, but this particular group is going to be pairing our faith, our fitness, and our nutrition. We're going to be working through the book, Crash the Chatterbox, together. It's a book that's going to help us get rid of all of that excess noise that's going on in our head that's keeping us from hearing the truth, from hearing God from understanding who it is we are and who it is we're supposed to be. We're going to crush those lies together that Satan wants us to be believing about ourselves. Those lies that tell us that we can't be disciplined, that we can't follow a plan, that we that we can't reach our goals, that we can't lose that extra weight. We're going to crush those lies together. And we're going to do that by going through that book as a study and adding in an easy-to-follow nutrition plan that's not going to leave you starving, I promise. And then adding in a fitness program that's going to be specifically designed for you, your goals, and your needs. I want you to join me and be a part of that. Also in the show notes, you're going to see a free gift from me. It is just a basic seven-day devotional guide. If you're not spending time in the morning with God, it's an encouragement to spend a little bit of time in the Word, spend a little bit of time thinking about how that particular scripture of the day applies to everyday life, and then actually asks you to put it into action. It's all well and good to listen to these podcasts, to read these books, to do all of this personal development and growth. But if you don't ever go apply it, it's not going to make a difference in your life. And so that devotional guide is going to just help you get into that habit and that routine and give you some action steps to apply. I'm also going to leave my email in there for you. I'd love to hear from you. I want to know what you thought about today. I want to know what you think about any of these episodes. And if you have thoughts or ideas or something that you want to hear more about, I'd love to hear from you. If you found this episode valuable, I hope that you will share it with family, friends, your social media. If you're on a platform that allows you to leave a review, I would love for you to leave a review. Let me know how we're doing. And those reviews do help get this in the ears of more people. I hope and pray that you're, if you're not living the amazing and abundant life God has for you, that you begin your pursuit today. Have a fantastic weekend.